everybody and welcome to episode two in our podcast for Who Go in the Early Years. So today we're going to be talking about spring and how we can really embrace that feeling of huga as the weather gets a little bit warmer and the days get a little bit brighter. Because often when we talk about huga, we're trying to translate it into that feeling of coziness that's created with lots of candles and blankets. But, you know, naturally as the weather changes, our environment and our home needs to adapt as well. So let's talk about some of the things you might want to do in your home to really embrace it. Because huga, you know, translates to that feeling of well-being that can be felt all year round. We don't have to save it just for winter. So the first recommendation I can make is to bring some nature inside. This could be adding a vase of fresh flowers to your living room. Um, I've just added some daffodils actually from the garden onto my windowsill in the living room and they look beautiful as they sit there catching the sunlight. And I think the really lovely thing about having fresh flowers and plants inside is that you're starting to see them bloom. And then it reminds you that that's happening outside as well. And we've got things blossoming out there. So it encourages us to take a step outside. It won't be for, well, I can't speak, it won't be before too long that we'll be going into the woods and we can go and see some of the bluebells that are poking through. That's always a really lovely sight. And the great thing about having your plants inside is that they're natural air purifiers. And so not only are they something nice to look at, but it's also promoting cleaner air as well. Step number two, we can declutter. Have a look around your house, around your classroom. You've probably added extra frozen blankets and you probably don't really need them anymore now that the weather's getting a little bit more mild. So try and have a little bit of a think about how you can get rid of some of them. Remembering that Danish homes are very streamlined and simple and they try and not have too much of stuff. Everything that they do have always must be purposeful and often multifunctional as well. It's a chance for you to look at your classroom Think about the shelving that you've got, you know, are things organised in a, in a sensible way or have you got clutter? Have you got things that can be packed away, maybe in a store cupboard till next winter? So yeah, just have a little look around and just think, you know, are the things that I've got out, are they bringing me joy? Are they making me feel calmer because they're not cluttered? And there's a really um, interesting book, the author's name actually escapes me, but it's all about the art of death cleaning. And it's all thinking about the way that we can declutter and we can live a very minimalist life so that when it does get to the end of our life, which I know is a little bit morbid to think about, we're not leaving our family with lots and lots of things to sort through. So if you, um, if you want to take a read of that book, I'll pop a link onto the um, podcast notes for you so you can find it for yourself and take a read. And I promise you, it's not a really sad read. It's not a morbid read, which I thought it could have been before I read it. Um, so yeah, it really helped me with reflecting on the types of things I should keep and shouldn't keep. Um, so yeah, have a read and see what you think. 
some of the other things that we might want to be considering when we're doing our um, spring um, sort out is thinking about the types of fabrics and textures that we've got around the home and classroom. So thinking about replacing your fake fur blankets with lighter knits. If you've got velvet throws and cushions, try and swap them over for cotton or linen ones. Perhaps adding some really lovely floral patterns. I like to bring in a different um, sort of hue of colour as well. So my favourite spring colour to go to is blush, that really lovely dusty light pink and I add it with my greys and my whites and it just brings a certain lightness to the room. You could also try it with different shades of blue or yellow that will all just refresh the look that you've got in your home or classroom. And then candles. I like lighting candles. There's something that really um, fills me with joy when I light a candle and particularly if it's one that's got a scent. So don't get rid of your candles. Instead, just swap over the types of fragrances that you've got with them. So instead of having your more sort of heavy food fragrance, fragrances like gingerbread and apple cider, maybe swap it over to things like rose or your fresh fruity notes like lemon and orange. And the same goes for the use of the essential oils as well. For those of you that have been following me for a little while, you'll know that I'm a big user of essential oils. And one of my favorites to use at this time of year is orange, wild orange, because it really lights up your senses and it makes you feel more awake and it gives you the energy that you need as well to, to tackle your day. Um, I like adding it to my Play-Doh. Um, I just make a natural coloured Play-Doh and then I add a couple of drops of the orange essential oil. And again, it's just, it's lovely to use. It smells really good. And you might want to try it with lemon juice as well and swapping that in. So I talked a little bit then about baking Play-Doh, but you don't just have to bake things you can play with. You can also have a go at baking something pretty or just getting in the kitchen. I know um, one of my members over in the Hugo accreditation asked a question um, about a month ago now about how they could really try and switch off their brain on a Sunday from worrying about the week ahead. And my lovely member, Glenn, the male practitioner, who hopefully is listening to this today, because I know he listened to my first episode. Well, he suggested that baking was a really good stress relief for him. And I know from all his photographs that he loves baking a good cake. So yeah, why not have a go at getting in the kitchen and bake something really nice? And food is great because it's a way of bringing people together, sharing and creating good memories, um, and it's also an act of kindness if we bake something and we give it to others. So how about trying a tasty banana bread recipe or some scones with some homemade jam? And yeah, just have fun. I enjoyed baking gingerbread men with my goddaughter just before Christmas. She's only two and we had such fun in the kitchen. Goodness me, the kitchen was a right mess when we'd finished. There was flour everywhere. And poor Jasper and George, my little cats, didn't know what had happened. There was, yeah, little flowery footprints then going all the way through my house from them. And we giggled and we laughed 
and we just had the most fun time doing it and their memories will stick with me for a lifetime so think about how you can bring in some baking to create more joy when I worked as an early years teacher I used to bake with my children every single day we'd have a simple fairy bun recipe that children would make in twos each day so they'd be on a rotor so that the children each got a turn to do it sort of every two to three weeks and by the end of the year the children were so independent at following this recipe themselves and the only help they needed was to pop the mixture in the oven and get it back out so it's great for developing all those life skills as well of independence cooperation all the maths and literacy that's in there too and then it was a tasty treat to, to share and eat at the end. We also used to do lots of um, baking of things like bread and making homemade soup and making Gruffalo crumble when we were looking at the story of the Gruffalo. And I, I love baking, so it really did bring me lots of happiness too. Okay, my next step is to get some fresh air. Now, I talked last time about trying to embrace the outdoors all year round and not just saving the outdoors for a lovely sunny day which is tempting isn't it sometimes it takes a lot of effort or it needs a shift in our mindset to go out when it's dark and it's cold and it's feeling miserable but actually it's important to get out and it really does help to contribute to that major dose of vitamin d so yes get outside but then also bring the outside in you know crank the windows open let the fresh air circulate around your house maybe have your door open although do make sure you're in the room that your door's open to so that you're not um sort of breaching any security aspects um if you've got a balcony which would be a wish wow that would be lovely but we went to view a house um, about a month ago, no, about two months ago now, that had a balcony. And I thought, oh, this would be so lovely. But the balcony was actually at the front of the house. And as we were looking round, the estate agent said to me, oh, you could be like Rapunzel, because I've got very long blonde hair. And you could just drape your hair over the edge of the balcony. And when Matt comes back from work, he can climb up your hair and back into the house. Um, yeah, I don't know if I was quite thinking that, but <laughs> yeah, a balcony, if you have one, maybe get a table and chair set and pop it outside and you can watch the world go by and just inhale and exhale the air. Um, and actually, you know, when we do get outside, it's a really good reminder that the world's so beautiful and we just need to take that time to slow down and try and take things off our mind and really tune into what's happening. So there are a few of my little tips for spring and what we can do to try and embrace it in our home and in our um, learning environment. And I'd love to hear what ideas you've got as well. Now, in April, we will have the Huga in Early Years magazine coming out. And that will be a spring summer edition. So I'm really looking forward to showcasing some of the work that my educators and practitioners have been involved with over the last few months. And so that'll be a really nice thing to, to sign up to and get some really good inspiration from as well. 
and I'm very excited as well. Oh, lots of things are exciting me today. I'm very excited to announce um, that we are holding our very first Huga in the Early Years conference. And this is going to be online and we have two incredible keynote speakers that have signed up for this. We've got the brilliant author and early educator, Greg Bottrell, who will be talking about the power of play and how we can really try and get that awe and wonder into the play that we're doing with young children. And the fact that we can take time to just allow children to breathe and recognize what's going on around them. Then our next keynote speaker is Sally, the founder of Fairy Dust Teaching. I am blown away that she's wanting to be part of my Hugo in Early Years conference because I know that she's just going to be full of so much inspiration when it comes to setting up the learning environment and bringing your magic as an educator into it. Um, and alongside our wonderful keynote speakers, we've got a range of other speakers, um, some that work in Denmark at the moment as educators, We've got a lady that's going to be talking about the slow parenting approach as well. And we've got um, some tips on how you can lead with kindness and love from the wonderful Rupam, who's the nice boss, um, if you follow her on Facebook. So there's lots of exciting treats um, to come with the conference. So do check out the link that I'll pop on my show notes so that you can find out more information and you can buy an early bird ticket if you so wish. Okay, well, I'm going to head off now. Um, I'm currently sat in my living room, the sun's shining through, and Jasper's just sat, sat down next to me, found a little patch of sunshine that he sort of curled up in and he just looks so content. So I think I'm going to head out into the garden now. I've got a little bit of sorting to do. Um, and yeah, just make it look inviting again so we can enjoy being out there and sitting it. Okay, well, have a lovely evening. Bye.